Snap Judgment's Anna Sussman follows a man who had everything taken away and his struggle to put one piece back. Piran lost his dad when he was 15. My father was a good man. He would treat his children all equally and he never gave us a hard time and we know that he, he loved us so much. It was 1975 and the Khmer Rouge swept across Cambodia. They marched everyone to work camps. Piran's family carried their belongings on their shoulders through the fields. After days of walking, they stopped to rest at a pagoda and the Khmer Rouge took Piran's father away at gunpoint. I still had, had hope at the time. I didn't know that he would be killed. Piran was sent to work in a youth labor camp, pulling a plow. They forced us to work as like cows, pull the plows, which the soldiers holding the plow at the back, you know, and have guns. After the hard labor around 5.30 to 6 o'clock, I was waiting for him on the dirt road at the sunset. I was just hope that he would come by. But uh, day after day, week after week, and month after month, I never see him come back at all. My hope was fading away. Piran and his family were told that his father was executed by the Khmer Rouge. He was gone. They needed to move on. We just put in our heart that he's dead. We never see him again, so just forget about it. Stop the pain, you know, stop the pain. Piran, his six brothers and sisters, and his mother fled to Canada as refugees. During the Khmer Rouge genocide, four out of seven Cambodians were killed. They had lost only one. They counted their blessings and began to build a new life without their father. All these 30 years since I've been in Canada, I have had dreams about my father. All of a sudden, I saw my father was walking toward me, coming to me, and said, I'm not dead, I'm alive. I thought, oh, Dad, you're still alive, you know? I was exciting. Then I woke up in the middle of the night. I think that it's possible that he's still alive. It's just to make me feel happy at the moment. But after about half an hour, I know that I felt sad again because I said, I'm crazy. It's impossible. Then, Piran's brother began to visit a psychic in Ottawa. The psychic, her name is Connie. Connie said, I, I see your father is alive. And my brother said, you're crazy. You must be kidding. He's been dead for a long time ago. 35 years ago, he said. So when he came back home, and he told all that to my sisters, my brothers over there, and my mother. Hey, this Connie told me that our father's still alive. And they were, they were laughing, you know. They were laughing and saying, oh, this uh, psychic is crazy. And it's impossible. But Piran thought the psychic was a sign. You know, I was excited. This is the make me uh, have strong hope that it's possible that my father's here alive. Piran was in Cambodia. He decided to search for his father. I made up the flyers or the posters, thousands and thousands of posters, and also I put the ad in the newspaper. The posters had a picture of his father and Piran's cell phone number. He hopped on a motorbike and crisscrossed the Cambodian countryside. So I went through the jungles. I went Piran's the... search went on for months. Went through the field. He spent hundreds of dollars and followed countless false leads. I felt exhausted and I felt that he was probably dead. The psychic 
was wrong, totally wrong. Until one day, a group of women in a market near the Thai border said they saw a beggar who looked just like the man in the poster. The people in the market, they saw a beggar that looked like your father. They told me that he looks like so much like your father. He must be your father. Everyone said, that's him, that's him. <laughs> when I met him the first time, around 5 o'clock, near the market, beside the road, he looked at me, and I looked at him. All of a sudden, he cried, and he cried. But he said, you're not my son. And I said, you're not my father either. The people that are standing around us, they said, that's your father, that's your son. It must be your son, it must be your father, because we look so similar. The people asked him, why when you meet him, why you cry? He said, it reminds me about the past, about his children before, but they all dead a long time ago. Piran took the old man to a tea shop. When he managed to stop crying, the beggar explained that the Khmer Rouge had tortured him over and over again. When the war finished, all he remembered was that he once had a family. But after years of wandering the countryside, he came to realize they had all died. It's the only thing that he knew that he had family, but he could not remember faces, he could not remember our names. He said that he walked, he wondering just in case one of us would see him and recognize him and call him. For over 30 years, Piran thought his dad was dead too. So he didn't believe the old beggar was his father, but something stirred inside of him, and he took pity on the man. He took some pictures and bought him some new clothes. Then he went back to his hotel and sent the pictures back to his family in Canada. And they compare his picture with the old picture of him. The eyes, eyebrows, the nose, the lips, the mouth, the chin, the jaw, it's all match up. It's just like one person. Piran visited the man every week for months. They grew close to each other and decided to call each other father and son, even if they were not convinced of their biological connection. The old man had the same temperament, the same personality as Piran's dad. Piran and his brothers and sisters were almost convinced they had found their father. But his mother needed one more test. She came up with a plan. The egg versus the pumpkin. She still wanted to test my father. When you go to see him next time, buy a salted eggs. Because your father before loved salted eggs. But also make a stir-fried pumpkin with pork. Anything that with pumpkin, a nice dish, because he never ate pumpkin. So I did that. I bought salted eggs and I made a nice stir-fried pumpkin. Then I was having lunch with him. I said, what? What do you like? He, he pointed, uh, he wanted salty eggs. So I gave him salty eggs. And then I gave him, uh, would you like pumpkin, stir-fried pumpkin and pork? It's so tasty. He doesn't touch at all the pumpkin and he ate four salty eggs. My mother was laughing, said, that's him, that's him, that's him, no, that's him. So we all have a big joy and we celebrating tears and, and joy. For Piran and his family, it was enough.
thanks to Anna Sussman, Renzo Gorio, and Thomas Miller for producing that story.